Headline News. Good morning, this is your Money FM News at 10 o'clock. I'm Howie Lim. Customised electricity plans have been an option for some households in Jurong for the past two months, although only a fraction of those eligible have opted to buy electricity from a retailer other than SP Services. Regulator Energy Market Authority declined to provide official figures, but industry estimates show that about 10% of the 108,000 households have switched retailers. Retailers described this initial response to the soft launch of the open electricity market in April as encouraging and better than expected. In regional news, Malaysia's Prime Minister Mahathir Mohamad has hinted that UMNO Youth Chief Kairi Jamaluddin would be the best candidate contesting the party's presidency in its upcoming polls. Tun Dr Mahathir, the Pakatan Harapan chairman, said that Kairi was an eligible candidate for the post due to the fact that UMNO was now deemed as a party in disarray and directionless in its struggle. Dr Mahathir told a press conference after chairing the Kedah PH Council meeting at Sri Mintalun yesterday. On May the 22nd, UMNO Acting President Datuk Sri Dr Ahmad Zahid Hamidi said that according to the party constitution and regulations, all top posts in UMNO, including that of President, Deputy President, Vice Presidents and Wing Chiefs, are open for contest in the next party election. In Asian news, China is reaching out to Europe with pledges to improve market access for companies in a charm offensive that contrasts with President Donald Trump's escalation of trade disputes worldwide. China's embassy to the European Union, Zhang Ming, has been touring EU institutions to promote President Xi Jinping's message delivered to the Boao Forum in April of a new phase of opening up. That translates into new opportunities for European companies in finance, clean energy and environmental cooperation. China has been pledging to open up since President Xi addressed the World Economic Forum in Davos last year with few signs of action. However, it now appears to be making a broader push to counter Mr. Trump by mending ties with powers from India to Japan and Indonesia. In world news, the world's major industrial democracy spent at least $100 billion US dollars each year to prop up oil, gas and coal consumption, despite vows to end fossil fuel subsidies by 2025, a report said today ahead of the G7 summit in Canada. Britain Canada, France, Germany, Italy, Japan and the United States, known as the Group of Seven, pledged in 2016 to phase out their support for fossil fuels by 2025. But a study led by Britain's Overseas Development Institute found they spent at least 100 billion US dollars a year to support fossil fuels at home and abroad in 2015 and 16. The report said that France was ranked the highest overall, scoring 63 out of 100 points, followed by Germany with 62 points, Canada with 54 and the UK with 47. The United States scored lowest with 42 out of 100 points due to its support of fossil fuel production and its withdrawal from a 2015 global pact to fight climate change. And finally, a coalition government formed of at least two main anti-establishment parties has been sworn in by the country's president, promising radical change. The BBC's Jenny Hill reports from Rome. Amid the gilded splendour of Italy's presidential palace, the new Prime Minister Giuseppe Conte solemnly took the oath of office. He's now at the helm of a controversial populist government. The coalition between the anti-establishment Five Star Party and its old rival, the anti-migrant right-wing The League, ends weeks of uncertainty. But the rest of the Eurozone is wary. The new government rejects austerity and plans to spend its way to growth. That could set Italy, with its mountain of debt, on a collision course with the likes of Brussels and Berlin. The BBC's Jenny Hill reporting. And that's the news on Money FM. Get more from the Straits Times or the Business Times.